Wait, I can't be the only one going through this. I'm a believer, a Christian, but sometimes I still struggle with sharing my faith. You know this joy and happiness plus peace in your heart that comes with Jesus' presence in your life, but you don't want to be that person that is overly tweeting about Jesus because you do not want to offend anyone. What if they start calling me pastor? And besides, just yesterday, I lashed out at someone, so I'm not even perfect one bit. Don't worry, you're not the only one that feels that way. I also do. So I had to get Fisayo Adeyemi on the show. Man, this lady is so vocal about her faith and relationship with God, not just on social media, but physically. In the issue segment, she shares some of her personal encounters with God, with us, and how we can also be vocal about our faith. I'm so excited for this because this is such a huge, huge relief. For the Common Sense segment, I'll be reminding you of something. Guess what it is? Please go and wash that hairnet or bonnet you've been wearing for a while now. Please just wash it. If you're a guy listening to me, just wash your boxers for hygiene purposes, just to. And hey, don't give me that look of is it your business because it's easy. I've had enough. Just, just, just go and wash it. Okay. Now shut all distractions and let's get right into this episode. This is the Calm Down Podcast, a reminder that we all have to take it one day at a time in our journeys, check up on our friends, and observe simple cuts. There are three segments to this podcast, which are the issues segment, where a topic is brought to the table and tackled, the reality check segment, where we check up on each other, and finally, the common sense rule segment, where we are reminded of simple cuts we might have forgotten or oblivious to. I am your host, Viola. I'm an on-air personality, content creator, podcast host, beauty and lifestyle blogger at www.hiswordmybeauty.com. Again, www.hiswordmybeauty.com. Welcome to episode 11 of the Countdown Podcast. How are you doing? How have you been? I hope you're doing good. I hope you're bouncing. I hope you're happy right now. Thank you so much. You know I cannot just start without saying thank you for taking out the time to click the play button to listen to what this episode is all about. I really appreciate that and I do not take that for granted. So let's head over straight over, straight, straight over to the issue segment. And in this segment, I will be discussing something really important with a guest. This is going to be why Christian should be vocal about their faith with Fisayo Adeyemi. Fisayo Adeyemi is an amazing person and I'm so happy I got her to be on this show. So a little info on Fisayo Adeyemi just before we hop into the interview. Fisayo Adeyemi is a Christian lifestyle blogger and YouTuber in Nigeria. She loves having Christ-centered conversations, inspiring people to live their best life in Christ and purposefully. I'm, all, I'm going to leave Fisayo Adeyemi's social media handles and platforms in the description box 
so you can check it out so that you can connect with her from here. Trust me, I had a very beautiful conversations and I asked all the right questions, especially when it comes to this issue of we Christians not wanting to be so vocal about our Christian faith because we do not want to offend anyone. So Fisayo shared some of her encounters with me on this one. She shared her journey with me and she also shared what we need to know and have at the back of our mind as Christians because we need to get God's word out there. So let's hop right in to the interview. I am so excited. When I told you that you have a beautiful voice, I wasn't even lying at all, honestly. Maybe because, I think maybe because I unconsciously put a, a voice to the face to the face and the oh. person I know, so I was completely thrown off when I Are had you it. <laughs> no, I, I am. Uh, maybe not so not so feminine. You, you, oh, you get like, like a bold voice. You get. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> Extremely bold voice. But then it came off as very soothing, and I was like, oh. wow, okay. Okay. Okay, I feel and I feel, okay. So the thing is that I've always felt my voice was really, really uh bold and uh, mm-hmm. it sounds so feminine. But then, like this is a very good compliment, and I really, really like this compliment. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you you're welcome you're welcome um like i told you earlier i admire the way that you're very vocal about your faith and sharing your journey as a believer on social media because sometimes most people like i've had this conversation with say they don't want to sound so impulsive or as if they are forcing their faith on on other people but i want Mm -hmm. to start off with this first question would you mind sharing your first encounter with god like that moment that changed everything for you that moment that you gave your life to him was it like what did you feel like and you know if you can share the different changes that you started noticing in your life has okay. from that point okay okay so for me whilst when you asked me this question and i thought about this question mm-hmm. to me it was it felt like um i thought i really really thought about it because i felt like was there any like particular thing that happened any uh, maybe an encounter that just like turned my life around in one moment but for me it wasn't that for me it was the series of encounters because the first one I think because I've always been a church girl like a church girl and everything so for me it was um, a series of encounter a series of things that happened over the years so like I said before I've always been in church I grew up in church but then growing up in church does not really mean that you know God or you understand the things of God I, I saw a picture someone sent me a picture from like 20 years ago that I did not know existed and then I was standing in front of the choir and children's choir and I was singing and then that um, picture made me feel so emotional because like right from the beginning I've always been chosen and as long as you're a child of God Mm. you're chosen many people feel like they need to be special they need to have one um, serious encounter they need to like maybe be a pastor for them to talk about God but that's not it however my the encounters that I've had uh, I think let me just start from the first one so when I was really young I used to have like because the time I had a very terrible dream and then I was always terrified of the night time so whenever it's mm. night I'll be very afraid whenever it's like maybe six o'clock it's getting dark I'll start getting afraid so that that happened for a very very long time for, for months that period and I would be scared even when there's light I'll be seeing things I didn't know what I was seeing I was so terrified like it was an attack until my mom started praying really really praying about it and then one time they took me to church and they asked people asked me to come out if they're going 
going through any issues or going through anything you know so i when i went out in faith even as a very little girl i think i was uh, i was six years old then i didn't really know what was going on you know so but then i'll be seeing things that i did not understand things that really really terrified me you know that the devil tried to instill fear in me from a very little mm-hmm. age and i mean like it was just it started from a very bad dream and then it, it just continued like that for weeks so there was a day pastor called out people to pray i think i, I was in church with my dad that day and then i think it was like a miracle service i can't remember but we went out together and then like pastor called for some people to come out you know so i'd gone out with my dad and they prayed for me and i realized that after that night i, I mean there was just this pain i didn't see any other things it was just it just felt really really good i didn't know what was going on but fears i felt for everything just stopped in one day and it was like it was crazy to me and then we even gave testimony i remember my sister giving a testimony in children's <laughs> church and i was very angry at her because i didn't want anybody to know what was going on because i was a child mm-hmm. i thought they would look down on me because i was having these bad mm-hmm. dreams and everything you know so she gave a testimony on my behalf and i was very mad at her <laughs> I remember clearly. Yeah. So that happened, and that was one of the things that you know, as a child, made me realize that I, I made me see that God is real. That these things are not to be joked with. I think the other one mm-hmm. would be like from my teenage years. Of course, I've always been in church. Even my my to be honest, my teenage years, I wouldn't say I understood like Christianity or having a relationship with God. What what it was like, I didn't really understand what it was. But I, I've always loved the things of God. You can really love. You can love the things of God and not love god you know right you can be yes of course choir but because if you don't understand what why you're doing these things you just be for the fun of it and for the longest time i did that i was always going for the rehearsals choir oh this one i'm dead drama i'm (laughs) dead always dead very active (laughs) i was a very active teenager you know in church and everything but even at, at that you know how when the bible says that even when you are unfaithful god is faithful even yeah. when we don't know, like even when we didn't yet now when we when we were in our sins that God chose us, even when, when we were in our sins, he chose us when mm. we had no idea of who he was or what we were doing. So all those times thinking about it, I mean God could have been sent to Panosius, but God never like for one day gave up because he knew mm. that all these things over time would yeah. help you with consistency. So I kind of even feel like if I'm very consistent with the things that I do right now, could be linked to the fact that I right from time I always know grew up with that mentality have to do this for god and church i need to you know be be very active and then i've also learned that over learned over time that it's not even all about that really you can do all those things and then still be lost so i think one of the ones that stood out for me in my teenage years for was when we always go for um camp program i think there was one that really really um got to me was there was a time i was in a camp program and then um the the pastor she's a she's a lady so we were praying and you know doing all these things and everything so i was at that camp and everything so she called out called me out specifically and then told me certain things that only me would have known about and then i just burst out crying mm-hmm. so for me for me it was like okay so god even sees me in that night because sometimes mm-hmm. we get so we we think that oh there's so many christians in the world there's so many people calling to god why i don't think he's even taking notice of me even in the bad and the good whatever you do what sees this thing like it's crazy thinking about it's like what 
But how did you even know? And like, it could have only been by the spirit of God. So those things like that, that when, when that happened, it was for me, it was like a very, you know, big sign that God really loves me. And whatever I was doing at that time, I needed to stop doing it, mm. you know? So, wow. Yeah. So that happened and I just knew that, okay, this thing is real. But it, of course, I was still growing and, you know, getting to know God, you know, trying to be better, yeah. trying to love God regardless. So that happened and it was a... It was, it, it just really, it helped me to see that there is more to this thing than just, you know, mm-hmm. you know, just being out there and being active for God. There's, you have to have that relationship with God. To have that relationship with God, you have to communicate with God constantly. It's a constant thing. You cannot say you love God and everything because a lot of us do lip service. No, Father, I love you. It's not about the tears. If you love God, you would obey him. That's like the ultimate test for loving him. You know, there are things that we yeah. don't do that we don't even know that, oh, this thing god god is not happy with you but then you don't if you have the spirit of god inside of you you don't really constantly have to think oh i'm not going to do this so it's not it's not even about sin consciousness there's just that spirit within you that leads you so i think that's one of the experiences i've had and so let me say in my maybe from my 20s you know from school i I also saw god like really really work in my academic crazy so in my first year i had i my first result was a very high first class and then my second semester i now dropped so ever since then i've always been struggling to get back to where i was you know because i was determined to finish the first class i did all i could i i had friends that would teach me i would stay up all night studying making sure that this thing i need to get this thing there was just that drive i'll pray i'll worship there even times i'll write tests that <laughs> i know that this test there it was and i made up my mind that during my exams i'm just going to focus on god i'm not going to ask anybody nothing i'm not going to look to anybody even if it's my best friend sitting right beside me. i'm not going to have say a word and this conviction started from i think my second year i made up my mind that you know first year i didn't really like understand the gravity of this thing like people would ask me and i would tell them during the exam but this time i made up my mind that you know what i'm just going to focus on myself and i, I made it clear to the people around me that you know what you guys i don't want to involve myself because no matter how you put it it's exam my practice do you understand mm-hmm. so i made up my mind that I'm going mm-hmm. to. so ever since i made up my mind that there was just this difference in my results you know because i gave that room for god to show himself so i think one of the things that <laughs> one of the craziest things that made me know that this god is like he's real oh one of the craziest things that happened <laughs> in school <laughs> was i remember so there was a course i wrote so i'd written a lot of exams that period and i think this was my third year and you know third year you have like prerequisites there are courses that you cannot fail that even if you have a's in other courses and you feel that course is like you are going to repeat that whole semester you know so yeah so that happened and there was this course that i had written because every other course was fine up until that course that i wrote just that one course and it was as if when i was in the exam well every, it was as if everything i knew disappeared like i was just i was confused okay how did i how did they do this thing like everything looks i was panicking my hands were and when i start panicking i can't think properly my hands were shaking i, I wasn't sure i was just you know close my eyes and be like holy spirit please help me and then I opened my eyes again and nothing changed. You know what? I just did one I could do. <laughs> and then I left it. When I came out of that exam, my heart felt very heavy because I was like, God, I studied for this thing. How can you let this happen to me? No one knew what was going on. Then I was going to meet my elder sister. I was crying. I was telling her, I know I've failed this exam. I didn't even know what I wrote. She was not trying to ask me, okay, how many questions did you answer? I said, I don't know. <laughs> It was it was intense at that point, and then she, I think she, I remember she shared some scriptures with me, and then we prayed together. 
I slept and I woke up, but then I still had that feeling, that heaviness in me. And I told myself, you know what? I'll just go and praise. I'll just go and praise. And I know that God is going to, whatever it is, he's going to turn this around. He's going to give me favor. You know, so I I remember I read a book on faith. Like I read a whole book within, I think it was about maybe 200 pages. Within that period, it was like between two days, I read that book. And then when I was done reading that book, I said, you know what, I'll go and praise. And then I went to an uncompleted building. Okay, sorry, it was an it was a completed building, but nobody was using that building. So I went to the topmost floor and then I turned on my music. You know this reading praise that would take you to another level. <laughs> I was I started dancing and yeah. dancing and dancing till I danced for more than one hour. I was just there. I was sweating. I said, God, hey, this exam, I must not fail it. <laughs> you know, so I just, I was just, I was just praising God. I could imagine. This was like sometime in maybe 2015, I think, or 2014, 2015. I'm not sure, but I'm trying to calculate it based on the year I was, because I think that was my 300 level in school. So I was done with that. And after that period, you know what? I just decided that I wouldn't worry about the exam any longer. I would just, you know, trust God that I'll come out with the best result that at least I'm not going to fail regardless you know so after that I whenever like the thoughts come come in like about failing or my you know when you remember it your heart will skip a bit and then I want to go back to where I started from initially the whole sadness and heaviness but I told myself you know what I'm not going to allow this thing coming I'll just ignore it. And then I remove my, you know how you've written an exam, the exam is over and you start thinking, hey, what did I write, God? So I just decided I wasn't going to allow all those thoughts and all that fear come into my heart. And then I just allowed it. So um, after the exams, we went home, we came back um, for the next semester. And then I remember my lecturer talking about how somebody in our class got a, had a 5.0 result. And I was like, oh, hmm, wow, that must be very nice. God, mm-hmm. that's good. When? That's what, like, that's what I was literally thinking to myself. I was just imagining, oh, it has to be this person. For example, let me just use a random names. That's what I was thinking because I was just calling the intelligent people in my classes. And I was like, oh, maybe it's Fatima. Maybe it's this person. Maybe it's that person. Maybe it's Joy. I said, okay, oh, that's good. So I just followed. And the crazy thing is that the person that announced that result, announced that thing was, he was his course I wrote that I was not sure about. So I was like, ah, let me just admit this man and tell him, let him advise me on how to, you know, do better at his course and everything. So once I went to meet him, he was not telling me, wow, that congratulations, that I didn't even know you had this in you. You did very well. You had a 5.0. I was like, what? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I was shocked. I was like, what are you talking about? He said, yeah, you had a 5.0. You did very well in, now in the exams. Like, you you really exceeded, you know. Fayola, I'm not even joking. I did not believe it until I saw that results. <laughs> I was shook. Yeah. I couldn't, like, when they told me, I went back to my room. I couldn't because for me, how I express my emotions at first, my emotions do not come out immediately. I'm always in a state of, you know, limbo. I'm just thinking, what's going on? I couldn't cry. I couldn't scream. I was just like, was my friends were happy. Fisayo, you had a 5.0. I was like, what are you talking about? It was crazy. You know, I had I had an A in that course that I was 
thinking, scared. I was like, how did I ever leave this course? Like, how? Yeah. So that happened, and I had that result, and it just made me realize that that couldn't have been me because, of course, I, I worked hard, I read for the exams, I was very serious and everything, but then. Um, there was that space for me to it, it built my faith you know there was that space for me to to trust God with what I was um, with, my, uh, with my academics mm. and to trust God that I will have the best results so for me really that that was like a supernatural thing it, it could have only been God it could have mm. only, it was crazy I, I never and after that period, I've never I've never had it I've, that was not even my in my aim was just to have a first class. I was not looking for all the A's. But that semester, I had all the A's and it could have only been God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, from everything you said, it, there is one thing I've learned is that what this work with God is not just one encounter. It, yeah. it, continuously, it continuously happens. It's like yeah, series of exactly. encounters. So for me, I can't even say that this is the mm-hmm. particular um, encounter that I had you know that made me that made me say oh I, I to be honest I've never really had any of those overly spiritual you know encounters oh yeah yeah but the one that has happened was like maybe yeah I've seen it happen to other people I've seen it happen to my family members you know how people fall under the anointing and do all those things but all, any of those things um, I don't think they've ever really really experienced any of that and I hope to experience mm-hmm. it one day but then I've learned that um, I don't that it's really not about all those things do you understand there's a time I made up my mind that oh god when I go for this program, if I don't fall under the anointing, let me know. My name is Officer. Like it never happens. Like it never happens. I think the closest I've gotten is maybe I feel a little bit light, but all those things never happen to me. You know, you know how yeah. some people they say they were bad before, they've lived this life and everything, and they just come to know Christ. They saw a bright light, they saw a vision. For me, it has never been that way. But then because I, I can see that God is good, even for my life, even from the not so spiritual things to the spiritual things, that love you feel in your mm-hmm. heart, the joy of the Holy Ghost, even when things happen to you and you don't even know how you come out of it, you know, that could have only been God. So all these experiences, at the time my mom was sick, really, really ill, and they would pray for her, like just me and my siblings, you know, she would, would feel like, I mean, you would literally see the prayers of God moving our midst, like everybody's like, my younger brother that is, that doesn't even know anything, is like prophesying, speaking in tongues, Every, everywhere yeah. is like steaming, falling under the anointing. I'm just wondering what's going on here. So I know that God is real, you know, so there's so many things that have happened over time that I can say that this this has brought me to where I am right now, do you understand? So yeah, that's, that's it for me. So um, the next thing I want to ask you is, like I said earlier, you're very vocal about your faith in God on, on social media. You know, you share tips. It comes down to a more relatable point, you know, it's, it's not just, you know, there are people that just come online and just tweet something like a scripture. But the way you bring it relatable yeah. down, you make it so relatable down to, you know, our present predicaments, you know, we are humans. So I wanted to ask, was it always like this? Were you always this vocal about, you know, people coming to Christ and sharing your relationship with God with your online community on social media? Were you always vocal? Or was there a process to you coming to a point where, where you're like, you know what, God is beautiful. So why can't I decide to just share this my journey with oh, the world a very interesting question and to be honest it has never always been like this i mean you know for me it still involves like these various encounters and processes and everything that that you have been through that that has brought me to where i am right now that i can be vocal without fear oh i remember when i started blogging so most people don't even 
know that I started blogging like almost close to five years ago, longest time. Mm-hmm. And I started blogging as far um mm-hmm. it was mostly me telling people about God's love. And even if I I go through my old posts and I'm not even sure I, I was able to properly convey the message. But in that time, I would have people that would tell me they read my blog and then they were blessed. And it just made me feel like, oh, I was doing something right. It made me feel like, oh, I was sharing the word with people, you know. So it has always it has always never always been like mm-hmm. this. So when I started blogging, I, I wouldn't I wasn't very active with you know putting it out there because i still have reservations mm. i had things i was struggling mm. with personally you know i, spe- I, I yeah. felt condemnation a few times but then coming to know christ and growing in christ you know that any spirit that claims any spirit that that discourages any spirit that, that uh, makes you feel less than who you are it's not god's spirit the holy spirit convicts he encourages he he mm. comforts so whatever those feelings whenever they come in so i'll just withdraw and be like nah i can't no god cannot use me i don't think can use me the way I am even if God expects us you know to be constantly better so I was be I was trying to be good by all, all by myself you understand so because I didn't know my stance i didn't understand what was going on you know i just felt like you know this could just be um maybe just a feeling i didn't know it was also a spiritual battle that i was fighting you know so it it, it really that's not always been like this so i think it was more maybe two years 2018 i decided that i would be i'll be more vocal because trust me talking about god and talking about jesus in a larger space can be terrifying you know there are people that really agree with you the people that see you funny i think for me the greatest battle that I think I've had to you know fight or face is like being able to let people I work with closely my family members and everything see the work that I do to be honest because these people know you mm. they really know who you they know you beyond social media and everything yeah. so for them to see that it, for me I felt it was really awkward but then after a while I, I told them that when I said my YouTube channel I shared the link to all my colleagues and told them to subscribe because I wasn't trying to hide anything so it felt like it, it's really not an easy thing to do because these people know you they've seen you when you're angry they've seen you when you're sad they've seen you when you're happy so it's easier for them to judge you do you understand so i think i've always been afraid of that judgment yeah. but then i told myself you know what i'm going to get into the water regardless i'm not going to let this fear consume me so it's just a very rubbish fear that oh you know what if this happens what if they see me in this way they start calling yeah. me pastor or i, I think that, <laughs> i put out this video yeah. i was talking about um, <laughs> how my colleagues said something that oh they were going out they just say oh Fisaya, don't worry she's going to church normally this kind of things will make me feel you know oh, make wow. me feel bad wow. i me feel weird but then i mean it's mm. it's a blessing <laughs> but then to see me in that light yeah that means they truly know what's going on do you understand so it has not really always been like this and still it's still not easy to like put yourself out there in that light because people now start to put certain expectations mm. on you they expect you to be perfect they expect you to do things the way maybe the way they expect you to do without really trying to understand why you're doing what you do so it's, it's still scary but then i read a scripture mm. and I, I spoke at an event on last week saturday and then before the event i read a scripture and the only really led me to scripture mm. you know when peter walked on water and then he, he was asking jesus master should i come to you and jesus was like he come to me he said, he said master if this is truly you tell me to come to you right and then jesus called on to peter and then he stepped into the water mm. do you know i thought about this thing it is very it is crazy it is a very crazy thing so imagine you stepping out of the boat into the water it is a scary experience yeah. because just mm. imagine it like 
like a lot of us just um, read the bible and we don't imagine what it would have looked like that that thing must have been really scary <laughs> for peter do you understand so peter still came out afraid because mm-hmm. he knew that jesus was on the water with him so as long as you know jesus is with you the waves will not move you the waves are naysayers what people will say people that will judge you people that will laugh at you people that will condemn you mm-hmm. people that will try to mock you because you follow jesus those are the waves don't focus on the way just focus on jesus that's called you to do this you know you are called right mm-hmm. so just focus on mm-hmm. jesus that's called you so for me that that has been yeah. my you know that has been what has been like moving me because i'm not i try not to focus on the waves and the thing because there's so many things that can be distracting to be honest mm-hmm. i'd rather be living a baby girl life mm-hmm. and just not care about these things but when you've come to know christ and you know you realize that all these things are not yeah. important they're not as important as the heavenly place we're yeah. going to the eternal life that god has called us to yes god wants us, wants us to live a good life here on earth he wants us to to be he wants us to be wealthy he wants us to to be rich he wants us to be good people he wants all these good things for us here on earth but when you see that at the end of the day what's most important is not just your your physical life or your mind or the things that that, that this world is concerned with you know that there is a much more to me than this you will see that, that that's that's what moves me it's not just about um oh this this thing this is happening that is happening when you when you have when you live with eternity yeah. in your mind yeah. it changes a lot of things for you it helps you oh i need to do better that's why i'm constantly on my toes god gives me ideas i'm constantly i constantly want to run with it because i don't want to um, stall i don't want to lag behind i don't want god to say oh this thing i told you to do you didn't do it what if just that that tweet i put out what if he saved somebody what if the, the blog post that god asked me to do what yeah. if it helps someone see themselves better you know and that's the life that god has called us to live so for me it's not all about me it's about stepping into the water regardless of how you did and just putting yourself out there and every i feel like every christian should be stars is for special people it's not no it's not it's for everybody everybody needs to be vocal and i think another thing that really helped me to be more vocal about this i listened to a message and then you know how this message talks about how the world is constantly pumping content constantly pumping like things that would derail mm-hmm. people wrong doctrine so if we as christians are not the truth yeah. stand up to do something mm-hmm. see there's going to be a very big problem we need to drown we know we can't cause we can't remove all the bad content in the world but we need to stand up and drown these things people are looking up to to know the truth to hear the truth. but mm-hmm. if you're opportune to be in a church that preaches the, the word of god that preaches the truth i don't know how you can be content and feel all right and you don't want to reach out to the next person next to you and i feel the fastest way mm-hmm. you can do this is social media there are other ways to reach out to people you know but it, it can't just be um it can't just be about just you me myself and my family there are other things that god wants us to do so if we're not constantly pushing this content mm-hmm. the world will overtake with their own content and people would not even know of course the the, the, the world cannot prevail over the church that's a prophecy we know that but we need to rise up as christians mm-hmm. and do what god has called us to do yes it is scary yes it is terrifying yes people will judge you yes you're not perfect sometimes even mm-hmm. your unconscious will judge you oh you just gossip about somebody now you want to feel like christ but that's not god and that's not the spirit of god the spirit of god will not accuse you of course he'll tell you oh this thing that you did was wrong you need to apologize it's only in a state of confusion it's only in a state of you know condemnation any voice of condemnation telling you you just you just did this thing now that's not that's not god that's not that's it that could be your conscience that could be the devil you know so regardless of all these waves you just step into the water you keep pushing and you keep being better Wow, this is really deep because it is also inspiring me more to know that 
us, we Christians keeping quiet mm. because we do not want to offend anybody, we will not help the world because no matter how people try to run away from these yeah. things, what the world needs is Jesus. Need Jesus. What yeah. the world needs is Jesus. And like you said, every day things are being pumped into the internet. So many false information, so many false ideologies, so many fantasies, and then people live in these things. And I'm happy that we are having this conversation because a lot of Christians yeah. there do not want to offend anybody because and again it comes with this guilt of you feeling like oh wait me should be the other day i just fought with someone or i i i just put up one behavior bad behavior mm. like that that the holy spirit convicted me of right so who am i you know, to actually share this on social media like so I'm, I'm really grateful well, really it's not about you your you know the word of god should constantly change your life should mm. transform you but it's not a one-time process the bible says renewing our mind we're constantly yeah. renewing our mind with the word of god the more you renew your mind the better you become you do not become a better christian overnight it doesn't happen that way so if you're looking to be perfect that means you want to wait till the day of jesus christ to come and make you perfect so you constantly have but we know that we are perfect in christ right so if you have that consciousness you would know that okay god has made me perfect in christ i need to go out and do this so it's not we put too much emphasis on ourselves. oh i'm shy i'm this i can't do this it's not about you sis it's not about you bro it's about what the work that god has called you to do so most times when you take that consciousness of yourself you would see that you are less worried about certain things you see that oh you're, you're not concerned about um what somebody would say it's just about the work that god has called you to do so for me that's like one of the things that pushes me you know so i've learned to not yeah. put myself to i'm then not to condemn myself whenever i have a sleep up or something happens you know i just try to pick up and move on from where i've been because i know that there's always there's constant forgiveness for me i have the father he's constantly ready to receive me that no matter what i do like you know so knowing mm-hmm. having that in mind just helps me to be to live mm-hmm. even if you're careful as a christian it helps me to know that nothing there's nothing that can separate me from the love of god so that consciousness just it just helps me so and i hope that it, this is really speaking to somebody and it's also helping them to see that really it's not it's not really about you there's so much there's so much that is beyond you so you need to work with yeah. god you need to work wow. with the holy spirit so um about i was speaking to someone i consider a mentor and she, we talked about um these things and she said that for you to, to you know to blossom to be who god has called you to be you, you're like a plant you're like a plant right she talked about how you need sunlight you need water and you need the soil Mm-hmm. sunlight are the people that are around you who are you listening to who where, where do you who are people that constantly help you to be mm-hmm. better that saying the right thing to you that saying the right things to you that constantly encouraging you with your words you know it could be a mentor it could be anybody it could be a friend that person that just constantly pushes you even when you know you can't push yourself just like the sunlight because as a plant you don't give yourself sunlight it's like the things that are around you you're growing, right? So you talked about the, the soil and then the soil is the word of God. Mm-hmm. So you have to constantly go back. The more you are filled, you're filled to pour out, right? So once you pour out and then that emptiness is there, you go back to the word. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to constantly go back to the word daily. It's a daily process. It's a daily thing. You go back consistent. If you stay constant in the word, you can never lack direction or inspiration. Yeah, back to the word. That's the soil. That's the basis. That's what's pushes you that's what helps you to grow that's what makes you see things in a different light you're wondering why is this person worried about this thing and i'm not worried because you know what the word of god says for example now someone says oh 
oh, I'm broke or okay, I don't get mm. money, this, 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 I don't know where to go chop tomorrow. But as a Christian, if you know the word, you know that the word says, uh, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. You know that this is what the word of God says and you believe mm-hmm. the word. Your confessions are different. You're not saying I'm broke. Ah, I never, I can't remember the last time I was broke like this. No, that is not your confession as a Christian. We have an inheritance in Christ. So you know that this is not me. The fact that I don't have this right now does not mean that that is who I am. So it's just, there's a difference. There's a difference. So the word of God mm-hmm. constantly keep pushing you. So for me, I think mm-hmm. one of the things that also helps is having the word of God in me. And I'm also trying to like build my faith, grow myself, because there is no, there's no, um, there's no stop to this thing. You keep learning. Your your mind keeps getting blown every single time. There's scriptures that I will read yeah. that I've always known all my life. And I'm like, what? How am I just seeing this? I think the one that happened to me recently was um, lines are falling for me onto pleasant places. So that time, that period, I was worried about Places, about yeah, I saw work. the tweets. So I was so, I was so like, you know, concerned. I was so bothered. Like I was so worried. And then when I go back home, I was very angry at myself. Why was I so worried? I was running up and down, calling everybody. You know, it, it wasn't worth it. So I just opened my Bible. And then that scripture came into my heart and I, then I Googled the scripture and then I saw that the falling is not like falling in continuous tense. It's a falling that has already fall, that has already happened. Like it's in past tense. So it's something that's already been settled. It's something that Christ has already settled. So why was I bothered? Do you know, everything fell into place afterwards because it just became like an assurance for me that this is what it is so i that's uh, that's for me that's what helps me to you know to be vocal and be out there about my faith yeah so for me it just helped me see that it was already a done thing like uh, it was already done god was not trying to make things fall from me to pleasant places because he created me he has the blueprint of my life you know so mm-hmm. it was already a done thing and over over the few over a few weeks i've seen i've seen that scripture come alive like everything was just falling into place he sent me to the right people to talk to. He sends the right people to me. Like, it was just crazy, you know? So when you know the word of God and you you stay in it, it just, it's just something that it does. Yeah. So for me, that's one of the things that helped me, you know, to just to stay in God's word, you know, to trust him and to believe that this is not just about me. I have to go out there and do something as a Christian. I have to do something. God called everybody to go into the world. Every believer is, is a mandate to everybody. So... Once you're a believer, you're a ministry. That's what me I believe. So there was a, I think there was a, a quote I saw by someone, I can't remember. He said, every Christian is either a missionary or an imposter. Ha! Huh. I was like, God, mm. it shook me so much. I was like, what? What is mm. it? We, we get distracted by the thing, mundane things. It's just a distraction from the pit of hell. So every believer is supposed to, you know, support every support other believers that are doing this work. You might not even be able to you know go out there and say these things but there are different ways you can be vocal about the gospel you can support with your finance you can support with your voice with your social media you can support by just being that person that people can trust you know you don't even need that need a platform to be honest to 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 reach out to people you can be walking on the street in the shopping mall and see someone looking downcast and share the gospel to them and this thing is not even god is constantly giving us um opportunities to share the gospel people but we need to be sensitive enough to see that god is asking you to talk to this person you never mm-hmm. come and say you 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 you, 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 you want to be mm-hmm. even yourself you want to preach now wow 
all these the new generation Christians, you know, there's so many thoughts that will come, but you need to shake those things mm-hmm. up. I know that, you know what, this is what God has called me to do, and it's not about me. So I, I think that's one of the things that have helped me. The word of God mm-hmm. just keeps, I, there's some things that I will just hear, be like, ah, man, I must share this to you know. Only me cannot be hearing this good news, you know. Only me, it just feels, I mean, the joy of God, the joy of the Lord is like so much in my heart that, I feel like literally feel like I'm going to burst if I don't say something, <laughs> if I don't put it out. So I feel like yeah. I let it bubble so much that people see it radiate all radiate all over you. Not just people online, your family, people around you, your friends. Let them be able to, let them be able to you know pro, um testify about the word of God that that's in you. They should be able to see that change in you. So you also ask what um, changes have occurred. To be honest, I used to be a very very impulsive person. You know, I'm still working on that, but I could just, oh, let's just do this. Ah, I'll just make a decision, and then at the end of the day, it doesn't, it doesn't fall into place. You know, I, I get, I, I'm very, very mm. sensitive in words, so I would get offended by what people would say. You know, but I've learned that people actually have a right to say what they, whatever they want to say. They have a right to think whatever they want to do, whatever they want to think. Mm. So it's about you and God at this point. It's what it's what God thinks that matters the most. What does what does God think about this thing? What does God say about this thing? So if you want to die on the heel on the heel of oh somebody said this about me, you know this 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 happened. They said I'm stupid. But to be honest, am I stupid? No, I'm not stupid. So you move on. So like learning not to take off. It's one of the things that God has really helped me with. It's still helping me with because there are some that it feels like it's a higher level. <laughs> you know, the more you hear God's word and you will be tested with the word. When you hear the word of God, you will be tested with the word. The word will come. It will come for you like, okay, so you just heard this. Let's see what you're going to do. And that's how you grow. That's how you develop the, the fruit of the, the fruit of the spirit, you know. So for me, I, I, I've seen those fruits. I've seen the fruit of the spirit come, you know, come alive in me like on various occasions that things that would normally make me impatient i see myself getting more patient you know for for think for love you know i'm yeah. still growing in love loving people so it's it's a continuous thing to be honest and i think that's that's one of the changes i've seen being more patient you know with my siblings my family giving excuses for people and all of those things come from love you know how the only commandment that we have right now is to love God and love people. There's certain things that you wouldn't do to people when you love them. So I'm constantly teaching myself mm-hmm. how to love, how to love people better, constantly reading about love. Currently, they even did a series on love in church. Started a series and my pastor took it on Sunday. It blew my mind, talked about forgiveness. You know, there's so many things that I have every right to be angry about. Mm-hmm. I have every right, you know, God knows that. But God can always fight his battle for himself. It's just left to you to do what he has called you to do. And you'll see him just show up and show up in your life. So, yeah. Finally, um, if you can briefly tell us, um, I noticed she started something 15 minutes a day where people call in and you, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you organize that. Kind of like it's like yeah. a prayer group or something. You know, if you can tell us, you know, what the 15 minutes a day is all about. And then the recent, the recent rather stuff you started up where you can help people that want to study God's word and make it a habit for themselves, study it. Can you briefly like so tell us what it's all about? Started, like um, January. I think today is like the maybe 40, 45th day of prayer. So what we do basically is to pray kingdom related prayers. That's, that's our focus. So focus on praying, reaching out to lost souls, focus on praying for the kingdom, focus on praying for ourselves as Christians, you know, our 
spiritual growth so it's just basically kingdom prayers it's not prayers that we're asking mm-hmm. god to do something for us it's prayers that we are aligning with god's will mm-hmm. for for people who are unsaved the idea behind 15 minutes a day is to get mm-hmm. every believer to pray at least 15 minutes for somebody else that needs to be saved pray 15 minutes at, at least for someone that needs to be established in the kingdom pray f- at least 15 minutes a day for the kingdom of god for the church for the pastors for you know for people so that's the that's the idea that that uh, 15 mm-hmm. minutes a day runs with so how we started we started first with a whatsapp group we did about um i think we did about a month just us in the whatsapp group we come up with prayers and then it was just like it because i didn't want to put the burden on people to gather together at a specific time because it's not a church it's just a gathering of believers mm-hmm. and I, I try to disassociate myself as much as I can from it because I don't want it to be about me. It's about God to work and God to move. So I've also learned mm-hmm. that when God is leading you to do certain things, you don't mm-hmm. have to hold on so tightly. You need to let go. You need to let um, other people lead and do stuff. So right now, sometimes I don't even really know what's going on in the group. But I know that people and the way God sent help has been crazy. So the group has been going on for almost three months now like we've, we just come together and sorry two months two months plus wow. here we just come together on saturdays so we do have a corporate prayer every saturday at 9 p.m west african time so we pray for about 30 minutes together every week but for mm. the other times at least you, when you see that it just it just serves as a reminder do you understand to order it just brings in that consciousness that mm. we have a work mm. to do do you understand we have something to do because it, it just gives mm. that consciousness yeah. that oh um somebody needs to be saved so every day you know and for me it helps me to see to see beyond my own needs and beyond what i want to do so there's something that we also do on the group come we have a list of people that we want to be saved or people that we are praying for and then it just helps us to focus on them and concentrate on them and be you know it helps us to stay accountable in in a way so you know what you're praying for your sin answers so um, we're also going to be having a project very soon it's it's called prayer campaign where we go out in different various states because we have a lot of people on the group in various states so we, we're going to um, pray for people and tell people about jesus so it's going to be coming up very soon that's one of the projects that we are organizing and we have a lot of amazing stuff coming up as well you know so that's all 15 minutes a day so it's for everybody every believer so basically the aim is to just put that consciousness um of praying for souls in, um praying for souls praying for the kingdom in people you know as christians sometimes we get carried away by the world uh, you know by our own needs by the things that we're going to do it you know by our careers and sometimes we forget to pray about other people so it's like a it's like a consciousness it just builds that consciousness of people so that's what it's all about nothing really fancy you know it's just going back to the basics you know of like reaching out to the lost and we know that that's god's heart so that's that yeah um if someone wants to join is is there um a free slot or can more people still join the 15 minutes a day and if they do want to join how will they join how can they go about it just follow us on social media on instagram at um, 15 minutes 15 underscore minutes a day on instagram and on, on twitter so we always post the prayers yeah. every day on social media so if you're following us you would see it you can also be a part of the whatsapp group so it doesn't really matter it's just about having that um, community of people so you can join the whatsapp group you can follow us on instagram and on twitter anywhere mm-hmm. so it's for everybody there's no process to join really there's no there's mm-hmm. no um, protocol there's no nothing it's just that just make sure that when you see the prayer you make sure 
sure that you pray. What of the recent, um, you know, Bible study accountability program, something like that that you're organizing? What what is it all about, and how can someone that is interested also join? Okay, so for this one, this one is a so really it's not just a Bible study program like I put out on Twitter initially. We cost it cost it cost an uproar from believers and everything, but I didn't really I, I didn't put out all the details yet. So it's like a mastermind. Basically, what we're going to be doing is using spiritual principles to build our lives because that's the life that god has called us to live if you cannot apply god's word to your daily life then what's the point do you understand so basically we're going to be using spiritual uh principles what the word of god says about certain things to help our personal lives or careers so it's like an, it's like it, it brings a balance to everything we're doing and then we'll also learn how to study the word that will be there but that's not all there is to the bible group so i don't call it the bible group anymore it's like a mastermind class and over time i'll get to share more details about is we're going to be having the first one starting very soon we have over um, close to 30 participants already so it's a it's a move of god that's what i, I it's can it's not say. just a place where we come and say oh we're going to be reading this book i reading that oh, what we're basically going to be doing we're going to be using spiritual principles and spiritual concepts to build our lives to build our daily lives so we're going to be applying all those principles we're going to be learning on our own about how to apply those principles to our personal lives, to our relationships, or careers. So it's like a mastermind group. How can you bring what you know from the Bible and apply it to your daily life? Do you understand? So that's the idea behind it. So it's not just about learning the Bible and knowing, being being consistent and being accountable. It's also being accountable also involves being um being able to this to your life do you understand so i didn't really give all the details on um, twitter but as time goes on i'll be able to share more we're going to be having the first uh, the first one in starting this month and i, I believe god that's going to be amazing and the more we um the more as time goes on i'll be able to talk more about it and share in detail with people but if anyone wants to know more about this they can send me a personal message on twitter or instagram all right thank you so much i'll definitely read thank out you. your social media platforms so yes. that they can always reach out to you and even your blog as well it's it's a beautiful thank one too Very so thank you so much yeah. Fisari. i really really appreciate so, it thank you this for... feels so good <laughs> i felt at ease and your, your voice is really <laughs> thank you, you. amazing work and i pray for more strength and wisdom for you in jesus name thank amen you. Thank, you. thank you so oh, much thank you too for your patience <laughs> So I hope to be on yeah. your podcast another time <laughs> soon. Yes, of All course, right. you will. You will. I hope you enjoyed that wonderful conversation with Fisayo and your eyes have been opened. I love how free she was during our conversation and how much of the germs that she dropped. So if you're interested in joining her 15 minutes a day program plus the other program that she talked about and she elaborated, all you have to do is to go to the description box of the of this episode and follow her on social media. You can send her a direct message either on Twitter or on Instagram and she's going to reply you on how you can join these programs that she is doing and these platforms just so that we can all be better Christians. And if you also want to connect with her, her social media handles are there. Please, 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 please subscribe to her YouTube channel. She shares a lot of beautiful content there and also her blog. Man, when I went to her blog, like I love how sincere and real she is on her blog. The, 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 the link is also in the description box so you can all check them out quite later. So let's head over to the next segment which is the reality check segment of this 
this episode and I have an interesting meal and in case this is your first time listening to this podcast the reality check segment is basically a segment where we get to check up on each other right and in this segment we you send me a mail right if you have anything that is bothering you or something you need advice on and you need someone to talk to about it you need to hear and to hear someone's advice on it just send a mail to ekeneviola at gmail.com again my email address is in the description box or you can simply just go to our social media platform on instagram at the underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast and leave me a direct message then in the subsequent or in the next episode of the podcast i get to read out your mail if you want me to keep you anonymous i'm going to keep you anonymous i get to read out your mail proffer my own advice and also urge other members of this podcast community to drop their own comments as well so i received a mail and this mail is from an an anonymous person this person wants us to keep him or her anonymous okay i guess in this case it's her because of the content of the mail so this is the content of the mail and it reads hi viola please do not mention my name i'm desiring to go for butt and breast implant slash lift but i'm very skeptical about it i really want big ass and boobs i'm confused do you think it's okay and i'm also wondering if i'll regret it later on in future your advice please now briefly i'm going to browse over what i know is the right thing for you to do at this um, 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 junction or at this dilemma you are in right now. And I also advise that if you're listening to me right now, that you can also be a part of the conversation by when I post it on our social media handles, please drop a comment. So one thing I want to ask you, Miss Anonymous Sisters, why do you want to get a butt or breast implant? You know, are you getting it because you don't feel beautiful the way you are, you know, the way your body naturally is? Why do you want to get that butt or breast implant? You know, most times that people go for these things even though no matter when we see it on social media right and then people post about it you see captions or people tell reasons like it's my body and i choose to do anything with it which is true it's actually your body and nobody is trying to impose anything on you but the truth is did you really sit down to ask yourself why am i desiring to get this am i desiring to get this my buds or breast lift because i don't feel beautiful enough and if that is the answer if you're really really sincere with yourself that is coming from a place of low self-esteem and guess what you going to get this breast implant or butt implant whatever it's called medically whatever is the right terminology to be used will not solve the problem it will not solve the problem and i was watching a youtube channel of it she's a popular youtuber and you know she has done this um whole thing before breast implant and lift and all that and she was saying something about this that this procedures are very addictive so today you go for a butt implant and tomorrow you feel like when my butt is actually small i feel like adding more tomorrow you feel like okay i think i have to add more boobs and then tomorrow you feel like okay let me get my lips botched let me get it full and then you go for that one tomorrow you want your nose to be so straight and then you get it straight and then you realize that these things are coming from a place of not being comfortable with who you are you know the bible said something that we are fearfully and wonderfully made you know sometimes when we read god what we just browse through it we don't really think about it when 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 god said that you are fearfully and wonderfully that means you weren't just something that was like okay god was bored and he was like okay let me just create you and he just created you right before the foundations of the world god knew you were going to be here god knew you exactly god had the exact image of 
who you want to be in mind, who he wanted you to be rather in mind. And he created you because he has a purpose for you. So why do you want to change the way you look? And if you, I want you to evaluate really on this. If you think about it and you see that this is coming from a place of self-esteem, is it coming from, because a lot of ladies will tell you that I'm doing this because men do not like ladies with flat ass or flat boobs. So I need to go get it lifted. And let me tell you something. It might come as a hard truth to you, but it is the truth. The truth will first piss you off, piss you off, but it's going to set you free. You know, the way God created you, he created you for someone. And if you go tomorrow and you change the way you look because you want to attract a man, the person that God has destined for you to love you the way that you are, when that person meets you, he will not love your body. Because whether you like it or not, attraction is also part of love. I think, first of all, you feel attracted to someone because you even before you even think of falling in love. So you can imagine you changing the way you look to attract men and then you miss out on who will really, really love you and who loves you the way you are. So I need you to understand that all these things that we do these days are not really, these are lies that the mainstream media sells to us. You're going to get, you're going to have confidence. Yes, when you do all those implants, you know, for the first few months, you're going to feel, you're going to have this, right, like, right, like fake confidence. It's like floating in the air. What of the long run? I've re- also read cases of where people go for this implants and then there is a mistake and it doesn't come out well are you ready for those consequences so my dear this is my advice to you please sit down first of all and think about it why am i really doing this am i doing this because i want to do it or is this coming from a place of low self-esteem or have i been or am i of this mentality now that i have to look a certain way to be considered beautiful so i have to go and change the way i look to look that particular way to be considered beautiful and accepted by men and also you have also have to ask yourself is that coming from a place of you wanting to feel among if it's coming from all these places and i know it is because you know i've I've, some people have reached out to me about this and when we talk about it you also see that you see that they'll tell you in the long run that it's actually true i'm doing this because i feel i have to be like this so it's totally not worth it what i I advise you to do is to go back to your roots go back to jesus talk to jesus about this start meditating on god's word reading it right it might seem daunting at first you might be like what do you mean by i should just go and start reading the bible but yes you discover who you are in Christ. One thing that we Christians miss out a lot is when we when we miss out our identity in Christ, it has ripple effects on other aspects of our lives because we begin to question ourselves. We don't, we now forget that God loves us. He created us the way we are because he has a purpose for us, right? So go back to your roots, Jesus. Really talk to him about it. Pray about it, right? It's not something that you're going to kill yourself over. The way you talk to me right now, you sent me this mail, you poured out your heart to me, right? Pour out your heart to Christ. Let him know that you want to do this this is how you feel you know we feel that we can just not be we can be dishonest with god right we can hide away from god and it's really funny because he sees everything he knows everything so talk to him about the way you're feeling tell him that see i want to do this because of this help me if you don't know the reason or if you're struggling to know the reason christ can help you dig out where that thing is coming from dig out the root or what is causing you to you know want to go for this implant and it will start god will start treating this from the root because this this idea of you going to do this but or breast implant it's it's the stems there are roots beneath your mind and those roots might be from you being body shamed when you were younger or what you've seen on social media the people you look up to are getting them and you feel it's normal so when you go back to jesus jesus takes you back to the roots and then he handles these things and gets you clarified on them you know he might not physically be talking to you right but he will send people in your path that will help you realize 
that what you're about to go into is not the right decision because yes in few years you're going to re regret it so i hope this helps miss anonymous please if you have any other questions that you would like to ask me please send me a mail or just send you know a direct message to our instagram handle at the underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast and it to be read in the subsequent episode of the podcast so finally for the common sensory segment yeah in this common sensory segment we're going to be talking about something it's just going to be a short reminder this is a reminder for you to go and wash that hair bonnet wash that hair net you've been wearing why is it that we ladies sometimes you know i've been with friends that god they would wash all their clothes everything is clean but then forget that the net on their hair will smell and then it, can you have you ever perceived a lady's hair bonnet like you cannot breathe around the hair net or hair bonnet please this is a reminder take remove the hair bonnet or hair net from your head soak it inside water and wash it okay it's going to take just two minutes of your time or three minutes of your time use a good detergent use a good soap wash it and spread it it won't even take up to one day if you have a dryer at home dry it and then wear it back how are you going to feel you're going to feel absolutely good just try it and get back to me it's going to be a positive feedback and guys if you're listening to me as well please 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 wash your boxers i hate it when you see a guy that is sagging and your idols mistakenly goes to his his waistline and he's sagging right and then you see on the boxer elastic band line you see streaks of dirt there please learn to wash your boxers these hygiene things are very very important no matter how, how we often seem to think oh there's nothing wrong with it there is a whole lot of things wrong with it wash your boxers today wash your hairnets wash your bonnets yeah you're welcome i always keep on reminding you so that's all for the common sensory segment and that is all for episode 11 i hope this episode blessed your life um if you want to if you also like i said earlier if you want to connect with fisaya check out the description box and if you love my podcast please i need you to do me a favor please like whatever app you use in listening to podcasts subscribe and give me um five star ratings and also drop a review for me this will help in searches right when someone searches for my podcast it will be able to be discovered faster because more people have reviewed it and more people have rated it so do not listen and get blessed alone subscribe rate share so that people can also learn about this podcast and have their lives blessed as well Thank you so much for listening to this point. I hope you learned a whole lot. If you want to receive updates on new episodes, you can subscribe to my newsletter by clicking the link in the description box. We are also on social media. You can follow the Countdown podcast on Instagram at the underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast. And you can like our Facebook page at the Countdown podcast and also join our Facebook group Countdown podcast community. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at viola underscore ekene v-i-o-l-a underscore e-k-e-n-e so is there anything bothering you that you need my opinion and that of the community on before making a decision for the reality check segment please please send a mail to ekeneviola at gmail.com e-k-e-n-e v-i-o-l-a ekeneviola at gmail.com or send a direct message to our podcast instagram handle at the calm down podcast that is the underscore 
underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast. You can also check out my blog at www.iswordmybeauty.com. Again, www.iswordmybeauty.com for amazing beauty, lifestyle, and interview contents. This podcast is also available to listen on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, Listen Notes, and other podcast listening platforms out there. Once again, I'm your host, Viola Ekene. Thank you so much for listening and love you.